Hello, lads. Hello. Hello. Top of the morning, do ya, Robbie? Don't mind if I do. That doesn't, that's not a response to top of the morning. How do you respond? To and top of the morning to you, matey. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's like saying, hello, you know I will have one. I mean, that doesn't make any <laughs> top sense. Top of the morning feels like a lot to say when you're greeting. I, I feel like yeah, if I... It's a lot, a lot of moving point parts. I feel like if you start with top of the morning, I can't also do top of the morning. No, you should say top of the morning, and then you say one shelf down. You know, like you're coming down the bookshelf. I got the top, and you're one step down Wow! in the morning. Wow, that's complicated. Sure. I mean, I'll do it if that's what you need. Halfway up the ladder to the morning. <laughs> On the stepping stool, reaching for the bottom of the morning. Um, All the way at the bottom. Boy, that's... Talk about... That could be the title of your autobiography. All the way at the bottom? Google. All the way to the bottom. <laughs> it should be. And now, a sexual reading from Rob Benedict. His memoir, <laughs> All the Way to the Bottom. Uh, it, it actually should be. That's a great... Also, could be the name of this episode. It. By the way, it is the name of this episode, followed by... We just came up with the title, and now we're going to play the theme song. Roll it. Hey, hey, everything's great, and my guest is Richard Spade. Hey everybody, it's Rob Benedict here with my guest Richard Spade Jr. on what is episode 10 of And My Guest is Richard Spade. Richard. And for you, for the listening public, we have a surprise. 10 episodes deep, Rob has written the 10th episode celebration <laughs> song. Take it, Bobo! baby tens epic like bo derrick ten <laughs> there's a reference for the uh, old creepy people like me <laughs> hey we're chock full of 80s references that's what we do ah if you came here to be confused and not understand what was going on we're your men if you came here to have know? to ask your parents what something means <laughs> um <laughs> Hey, I know that I'm going to call. I'm going to. I, I want to talk about something real quick. I have a topic to talk. Okay. About. Can I? Do you mind if I dive yep. right in? Hey, you're, you're my okay. guest. Oh, that's right. I can. I can start the conversation. Get it. Get the wheels rolling. Kind of grease the whole machine, if you will. Yeah. Um. Your hangover. You're hungover right now. <laughs> I know you're hungover. We talked on the phone. Yeah, because you. Um, I was tricked last night. I was tricked into drinking too much. You were overserved. I was overserved. <laughs> We had a social distancing soiree, a gentleman's gathering, if you will. May we? Uh, in my uh, backyard. Bien sir. Six, I would say, gentlemen of Silver Lake, if you will. Yeah. Silver Lake dads. Silver Lake dads. Uh, it was um, super fun, but uh, Rich tricked me into drinking too much. I kept say, I, I kept using this old little, little ploy I came up with in college, which was, you want another beer, Bobbo? <laughs> And it works every time. It's crazy. He just, he just yeah. falls for it. Yeah. And so now, for the first time in 10, in 10 episodes, I'm not drinking as we do the podcast. I'm, I'm drinking I, 
a sport a protein shake. Wow, because I wondered because you seem really uninteresting right now, and I'm like, well, that now I know. That's why. <laughs> wow, thanks. That means I'm interesting. The other nine episodes, I appreciate it. No, no, <laughs> I said less interesting. Like you know, uh, like in this, if the scale is, you know, I'm kidding. You're, zero to zero. You're usually fascinating, just not tonight. Um, the scale is negative five to. Yeah. Okay, so what? Well, so I'm hungover. That's it. Yeah, that was it. I just wanted to talk about your. Yeah, anger. yeah. Was, so you know, it started. I mean, Rich hangs out with you know these people we were hanging out with, uh, included friend of uh, friend of the podcast Hank Chilton was there. Yeah, Poopgate uh, survivor. That's right, uh, Hank Chilton, and also frequently mentioned on this podcast, Baskets DP Giles Dunning. That's right. At the uh, gathering. That's right. And so and Giles Dunning. Yeah. And and then Joe Aguirre. Yeah. Both of whom are mentors to this is where the circle gets crazy kings of con dp mark evans or mevins as we like to call him who so like the the circle just get deep who shot kings of con that you and i were in is that obvious I didn't, oh my god did, dude I, I just I, now put that together <laughs> you're the dude from kings of con that's right oh. that's why i asked you to do this that's how, we, how you know me you know, I wondered. I'm like, my agent called and they said they want you to be a guest on a podcast. Yeah. That 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 bears your name. Yeah. Like, well, that's that's bold. What if I say no? Yeah. I was. Um, you'd think that I would be discouraged s- when you weren't taking my phone calls. It makes sense but though, no. now. So you're the dude from Kings of Con. That's, yeah. And and I and I was the other dude. Yeah. God. Yeah. So now maybe next time you'll answer the phone when I call. No, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I it started. I mean, I, I we so we did this this outdoor six feet apart, masks on kind of hangout. Of course, you take the mask off off to drink. Um, so I spent a good deal of the evening with my mask off. But the point is, I started, and it was like R- Richard was going in to make everybody these mezcal drinks. Our drink of the the, the drink of the podcast. It's a very, very intense recipe. If you don't mind, I'd like to give it to the people. Please. We we like to call it uh, the podcast because it's sort of the, yeah, the official yeah. cocktail of the podcast. Yeah. So if you want to make the podcast at home, yeah. make yourself a podcast, here's what you do. Wait, should we have you a song for any- this? Yeah, okay. play it. Get yourself a scal and a glass and make yourself a podcast. Get yourself a scal and a glass and make yourself a podcast. Get it. And, uh... So here it is. Here's your ingredients. And easy, easy. If you don't have this, easy to pick up. Uh, you're going to need mezcal. Right. I'm, I'm going to... kind of the principal. I'm going to write it down. Mezcal. Oh, are you going to write it or type it? Because if you type it, we might be, be here all night. <laughs> what are we doing? I got all mezcal, night. Mezcal, the creepy uncle, the, the creepy uncle of Alcal. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. But so mezcal... You need mezcal. Yeah. You need any kind of vessel that would hold fluid. So, like, <laughs> not a not a straw hat, ah, okay. not a not a sieve, uh, okay. not not a kind of wire mesh. How about a, but like a how about a feather, a glass or a cup? A what? A feather? No, no, no. Oh. See, no. Right. And I I right. understand why you went for that right. because because you're not drinking tonight. Right. But it's it, it, it's a. You want to get like a glass or a cup or a mug. Right. Something that can hold liquid. Okay. So you have Mezcal yeah. now, which is your principal booze. Okay. You have uh, a, a solid liquid holdable 
item. Okay. Uh, and you and you have ice. So you put the ice in the liquid holdable item. You pour the mezcal over the ice, and ladies and gentlemen, you've got yourself a podcast. Closing theme. Well, you've got to really be an ass if you can't make yourself a podcast. You've got to really be an ass if you can't make yourself a podcast. Get it? Wow. That's that's. I gotta be honest. That's re- that seems really complicated. I'm glad that you make them. You, dude. Well, that's why I made one for everybody last night. Because right. also, you want. I mean, it's the ratio. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So as Rich, Rich was inside making us all uh, a podcast, the drink of the podcast. Uh, I w- was outside and and someone started handing out beers. Sure, I took a beer. It was Hank. Yeah. I know it's Hank. Yeah. Hank said, hey, we're going to have a drink while you make drinks. That's right. I remember specifically yeah. his wording. And uh, so, yeah, we were having a beer while while we were waiting for our first drink. <laughs> so that's how the evening started. Uh, and then, you know, I was sitting in a, in a chair, like one of those outdoor picnic chairs. I don't know what you call that. Uh, camping chair? Camping chair, yeah. And it has kind of a built-in drink holder on each side. And uh, it was perfect. So I had a beer on the left left side and a, and, a, and a mezcal drink on my right side i kept that going for a good three or four hours last to leave <laughs> last to leave uh for, by the way first to arrive first to arrive last to leave <laughs> well rich in all fairness we did one of our classic it's a classic robin rich the party's ending everybody's walking out i'm sort of the last to be walking out and you're like hey stay a minute have a beer talk about it so i stayed for sort of after breakdown beer yeah like we had to talk about it yeah it wasn't going to talk about itself <laughs> that's right um yeah it's a way of, sort uh, of saving uh saving the you know saving saving it putting it in the hard drive putting it to bed yeah. for the night so we had a beer just to break it down we used to do that a lot at the uh conventions you know we'd have this really long yeah. hard day got it so tired getting out of the car going back to the hotel so tired, walk in the lobby, just could barely stay on our feet. Rich turns to me, he's like, beer? I'm like, sure, yeah. You got to have a wind-down beer yeah. to unravel the beers you just had. That's true. <laughs> Otherwise, how are you going to recap the entire night of beer drinking if you don't, you know, have a nightcap of a beer to yeah. discuss the beer drinking? Right. <clears throat> so, healthy living for about 12 years straight now. I just like the image of you in that camping chair your ass about two inches from the concrete floor because it like sags down because it's a camping chair. Yeah. Just beer in the left, cocktail on the right. It's the most American I've ever seen you. <laughs> I felt American. It was empowering. Beer on the left of me. Mescal to my right. Here yeah, I am. Stuck in the middle with you. Well, then tragedy struck when about two hours into the the, the guy hang last night, the machete came Wow. Out. You know what, dude? Real request from the host. Can we not call it a guy hang? That Sorry. couldn't sound more like a schwanz. I mean, that just sounds like <laughs> okay. you're saying. Sorry. Sorry. So we got we got together for a, sh- a schwanz evening. Right. Sorry. 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 A bunch of, a bunch of dangling Johnsons okay. we were. <laughs> okay. Let's not do that. Let's not call it a guy hang. Okay. So it was a, we were sort of a, a reach around party. And okay. What? We're not going to do no, no. We're not going to call it a reach around party. Oh. I know we were. I know you're saying we we're reaching out to each other to right. connect, but we're right. not. We're not going to go with reach around. We're not going to go with guy guy hang Got or it. dangling Johnsons. Right. Come Got up it. with something else. Okay. It was a a cup the balls party, 
No, no, sir. What? No, it was not. What? No, no. <laughs> How do we? I know that at one point I brought out a cup <laughs> right. with balls in it. Yeah. But to you play didn't, can't call it. That was to play ping pong. It wasn't a cup of balls. Oh. If you say cup of balls, it's going to send a signal that we were, first of all, you can't you can't do that while social distancing. You can't. I mean, there's no way to to do that, and we wouldn't do that because we were socially distant. But also, even if we weren't socially distanced, that we're not a we're not a ball cupping uh, crowd. I mean, it, at it. least not in my backyard, typically. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. Got you got to come up with another one, buddy. Sorry, you got to you got to rebrand this. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so there we were, a bunch of Silver Lake dads. <laughs> our mouth and we <laughs> all right thank you thank you okay, okay. Yeah, that's so, more like it so so we're just hanging out and then uh the machete oh. bust through the door you know after doing god knows what out in the world all right play the machete theme hit it machete yeah that's how ominous it was. The, yep. You know, night had just fallen and the door swings open and there she is. I'm pretty sure she kicked it open too, even though she has a key and it's her house. Right. I'm pretty sure she Busted gave open. a boot to that gate. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what you do. Uh, and we all st- immediately, six grown men just stood to their feet. I think I saluted. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. So I, I remember somebody stopped cupping the balls at that moment. Somebody, <laughs> right. they put the cup down. They put the cup da- and balls down. Well, they just dropped it and balls kind of bounced everywhere. <laughs> balls went everywhere. And JC immediately did what, what the machete would do when she sees uh, just balls hanging around her house. Yeah. She started stomping on them. Yeah. Yeah. On her way to the house to leave us behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, oh, man, don't... the other thing that I, 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 um, I thought for sure that it would, it would be fodder for you was the fact that for my second mezcal drink, I got specific of what I wanted you to do. I, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. Now you need to play the regal king and or queen music. Okay. To lead us into Lord Fauntleroy's drink of choice. That's what I call this one. Ladies and gentlemen, Lord Fauntleroy's drink of choice. Lord Fauntleroy's drink of choice. Wow, that was it was pretty wow. regal. That's is that a harpsichord? Yeah, I mean, wow, that's really yeah. sounded appropriate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's sort of my spin on the podcast cocktail. But I I had a couple requests. I just I thought, well, if you're making drinks, I have a couple notes. And they were soda water and a little bit of lemon. Boy, fuck, yeah. And you said okay. I think I got soda water. I don't have got lemon. And I said, "Okay, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no to the drink." So what do you do? Okay, I'll deal. And I turn around the way back to my seat. Oh, hold on, we got news from the outside world. Oh. Sorry, I hate to interrupt. Uh, lean in. Frank's here. What's up, Frank? News from the world with Frank Spate. We're live and on the scene with Frank Spate. Steve, you guys, you guys have to agree on dinner. I told you that. I know, and I listened, and he, then he said, oh, no, I had a late lunch. I don't eat anything, and then no. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I you did have a late lunch. Yeah, but I'm so hungry. He'll, he'll, That's he'll, not what you said. He, he will be hungry later. You have to prepare for the fact that he's going to be hungry later. I know, Dad. He said he didn't want anything. 
guys, I, I told you, you got to sort this out together. You got our usual teamwork. And Steve, you can't lock him out of the house. You can't lock him out of any of the doors of the house. All the other doors are open. I just told him to stop. You can't lock that door. Understood? Yes. Okay. And and get along, guys. Come on. Can we have breakfast for dinner? Yeah, of course. Like pancakes? If you want to make them, well, then no. Okay. But you're going to have cereal or you're going to have an egg, you know. Okay. Okay. And the mac and cheese you can still make because that's good leftover. You know, it doesn't matter if you make it and you guys don't eat it because it'll be good tomorrow. I don't really like the mac and cheese. All right, well, you can find some else, buddy. That was Breaking News with Frank Spate. Well, there we go. That was mucho drama. Well, you know, it's the state of the world right now. Things are crazy. We're trying to get along. Yeah, not, and not successfully here at the right. Spate House. Well, that's, uh, that's just lockdown business right there. And you gotta love you gotta love breakfast for dinner, by the way. Well, how about that for parenting? I greenlit it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I thought you should have seen the look of shock on Frank's face when I said, "Sure." Right. Uh, they can't, can't. Have they ever made pancakes? Yeah, Steve makes them all the time. He's just, he just didn't want to make them now yeah. and have to clean it up now. Yeah, like he's just not. He's not. A, he's not in for that. Yeah. Do you make them clean the kitchen? If they cook, they clean. That's good. That's good. Dude, I mean, it's not... I mean, look, very first world problem. Very first world. I'm aware of this. But we didn't have a dishwasher until, you know, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, for, so for all of lockdown, with all the boys in the house who eat, like, vacuum cleaners, it was... Uh, oh. I, all I did was dishes. Yeah. All I did was dishes yeah. all day long. So as soon as we got a... As soon as we and, and and everybody had an assignment, so the boys would, you know, one child's duty was to do dishes. But you know, that almost is a is a symbolic thing because Steve and Fletcher would do an okay job, but I still have to go through and kind of like do a fine tuning on some of those dishes. They wouldn't do that well. Yeah, and then Frank can't even really reach it, Aww. the sink and the you know stuff. So like Frank's time to do dishes is basically Frank getting everything wet and then I come in and do the dishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, it's, it, they, we did have them doing it regularly back then, but now that we have a dishwasher, I, I don't mind loading the thing, but they have to, if they clean, if they cook or eat or do anything, they have to clean their own stuff. But I've been starting to do that. Although I really like to make dinner. Uh, but yeah, cleaning, it just, I mean, you can't, it's like laundry. As soon as you... I like making dinner. No, yeah, laundry, please. I like making dinner, but this is... We're podcasting at dinner time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And JC, the machete is busy. Yeah, yeah. No, you're 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 doing great. You're doing great. I appreciate the machete, it. The machete has a thing. You know what I mean? So she can't... I mean, when... <laughs> when, when doesn't she? Yeah, good point. <laughs> what I wouldn't give To be a machete on the town Uh, well, you handled that really well, and uh, you know that's uh, it's a window into real life uh, parenting. There it is. That was that was Frank fit to be tied, by the way. Yeah, but it, it quickly got over it. That's what I love about Frank and kids that age. You know, it goes from like yeah. DefCon five to like, can we have pancakes? <laughs> well, it's also I mean, it's so funny because it's like he's mad at Steve for locking him out of the house, and Steve immediately appears. I only locked him out of the ho- part of the house he was near. <laughs> I'm like, well, that, 
What do you want to do? Repel up the wall to the window? Oh, you didn't lock the second story window? Oh, well, then he's overreacting. I mean, come on, Steve. Get with the program. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I locked him out. But it was just... Yes, I locked him out. But the glass is breakable. He <laughs> yeah. could have easily punched through the glass and reached in and unlocked it. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna chalk this up to laziness. Dad, your call. <laughs> I also like that Steve just appears right away. Oh, well, because, you know, it's one thing. They'll fight. They'll fight and do whatever. But the second somebody brings it to, you know, the man. Yeah. <laughs> the El Jefe. Yeah. Steve's like, oh, I better, yeah. oh, Christ. better wrangle up a quick defense yeah. here. My, name, my name's going to get thrown around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't so much. Yeah, I, heard somebody, I heard somebody say Steve and locked a door. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't so much news from the outside world as like, you know, breaking news. Catastrophe from the outside world. Yeah, yeah this was, yeah, it was like a live breaking news yeah. banner on this one. Oh, we're uh, hovering over to the state house. Frank's face in the backyard. He can't get in, Jerry. We don't know uh, what's going on. If it's uh, a lockout or maybe the, the doorknobs have been removed. Oh, here comes there's another. It looks like there's an older brother. He's oh. struggling. He's acting like he doesn't know. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Jerry, back to you in the studio. Oh, it sounds terrifying, Rick. Wow. Well, there you heard it. In Silver Lake, young boy gets locked out of his house. By an older brother. Hold on, update, uh, update. They're sending in negotiating pancakes. Oh, great. It appears as if, it appears as if this is going to literally sweeten the whole deal, if you know what I mean. Oh, thank God. Thank you. Thank my, God. My pun. By the way, I'm really glad that right before we did that, or after it, your choose, you did the breaking news <laughs> Yeah. Sound bite. Yeah. Well done. Well, I was going to maybe do the breaking news like right before he comes in. But we could uh, we Great. could we could play it again. Hey, dealer's choice, man. You're the yeah. you're the captain of this ship. Yeah. I'm just a guy barfing off the railing. God, <laughs> that's good. Write that down. Uh, or just rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we're live. We can't rewind. We're live. We're taking calls. <laughs> um, Kelly, you're on the line. <laughs> yeah, Bob. I just wanted to say. Uh, I thought it was crazy when Frank came in and he'd been locked out. I was like, I didn't know where it was going to go. When Steve came in, it really changed the whole trajectory of the of the conversation. It was really, that was something else. You're darn right it was. That was Brothers in Action live here on the radio. <laughs> Hi, Don Smith, longtime listener, first-time caller. <laughs> what, 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 what's that, that joke that I think it was Phil Hendry or somebody do when they'd go, Hey, uh... <clears throat> Jimmy here, uh, first time listener, long time caller. <laughs> Just rever- reverse. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's the biggest put down. Yeah. Oh. I, I call a lot of radio shows. First time I've ever listened to yours. Yeah. Calling to say, not a fan. <laughs> so there I was, fresh out of lemons, or so I thought. I turn back to walk to my seat. I look up. There's a lemon tree in Richard's yard and i said rich is this a lemon tree he's like well normally i want you to hold on i'm gonna make you start this whole conversation over because i know that scout will animate this so start over i'm not gonna say anything this is you rob benedict's one man show rob rich and the lemon tree ladies and gentlemen an evening of theater 
Ah, so there I was. Just wanting to get, uh, uh, put my own twist on the mezcal and ice drink that is the podcast drink. And I asked Rich for a lemon. He says, you're not going to eat any lemon. I don't have no lemon. But I got soda water. I said, great. But I'm kind of bummed because I really like my mezcal with some lemon in it. I turn around and there's a tree right there that I immediately recognize as a lemon tree. And I say, Rich, what kind of tree is this? And you're like, I don't know. It's supposed to be a lemon tree. I said, well, are there any lemons on it? And you're like, nah, I don't think you're going to find any. And sure enough, I've, I found a couple green ones. And, and when, if you're a lemon, green means stop. Yellow means go. Red means, where'd you get that lemon? <laughs> <laughs> and I found one that was, it had just turned yellow. So it was sort of a fade, fading into yellow. And I grabbed it. I took it in the machete, who was already holding a machete. I got a wedge of lemon. And that's the happy ending of my story is they had lemon I guess the not so happy ending is I did I did have to drink just soda water and mezcal for one drink. So I had three of these drinks. Oh man, that's and, I mean, that's a painful. <laughs> oh, I didn't know this was an emotional play. <laughs> On the third one I had lemon, which it went down so easy. So nice. There you go. So lemons right there. Lady, a bounty of lemons right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been enjoying an evening of theater featuring Robin and Nick as Rob Rich and the <laughs> Alpo presents Theater Hour. <laughs> but it's Alpo. It's the cocaine it's guy. The, it's the drug lord presents. <laughs> well, you know, imagine how confused Alpo the drug lord is when he's like, there's a character named Machete. I mean, that's got to sort of ring close to home. Yeah. He's like, I know Machete. Yeah. It's tattooed yeah. tattooed face uh, a lot of murders under their belt hmm and this man's married to machete this whole thing doesn't make sense i like that alpo sponsors the live one man show just because you're a, just because you're a drug lord doesn't mean you don't enjoy theater that's true that's true don't you don't uh, you start just stereotyping drug lords as non right. theater loving right. people you're right that was a that was a prejudge on my part mm -hmm. a prudge i thought it mhm mm Yes, a prudge. That's a good word for it. Thank you. Uh, speaking of prudges, uh, they're still marching down the street from my house every day, which is pretty fucking awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, the energy in the air is pretty amazing. A couple and, of uh, things have happened since we lost we lost Matt. We last met. Um, yes, <laughs> we lost Matt. That's... We lost Matt. Uh, <laughs> a lot has happened since we lost Matt Cohen. We can't find him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Supreme Court. Yes. Major uh, win for the LGBT community. Um, yeah. That's great. And with Neil Gorsuch, uh, kind of, uh, or Gorsuch, I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Um, I think Gorsuch. Um, Gorsuch. But he, a very conservative judge appointed by uh, Donald Trump, leading the charge uh, in, in, the, in the upholding of LGBT community being able to keep their job in spite of their uh preference preference of partners which is of course what it should be it's great live and love the way you want and you can still go to your job <laughs> you know it's a civil right so good yeah. good for the court man <clears throat> well done yeah well done obviously yeah. the the libs are the libs but it's nice to see chief justice john roberts and neil gorsuch uh following the law 
and not letting politics yeah. getting in the way of that. And then today, exactly. upholding the DACA, I mean, you know, preventing Trump from uh, booting the Dreamers. That was awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 And, and it, you know, it's, I got to uh, say, it, 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 I, I, I just want to say, it gives you a little faith in the system because I can't tell you that I was all that fired up about these justices. But yeah. I'm a man with my opinions. And so... Of course, everybody wants their way to go, and that's not how it goes. You know, you know, that's not. It's a conservative government we have right now, so they get to pick the uh, the referees, as it were. <clears throat> that said, yeah, I, these this court seems to be behaving uh, judiciously now, like people like are, a Supreme Court should, right? And I think people are going to go, well, sure, man, because you agree with the decisions, and. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I also feel like it's nice to see things not split down party lines. It's nice to see... Are you being attacked by a reindeer? What the... What, what is going on? Is, a reindeer that, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer stomping you into oblivion with his tiny hooves? What did you do? Did you break into your own house? I had to take off. You finish. You finish what you're saying, and then I'll tell you what happened. I, it was now. just. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I think the uh, it, ju- judges are not necessarily. You know, people want the judges to just be from the party that nominated that judge, and that's not always going to be the case. You're going to get judges who actually look at the issues through the lens of the law and and find the answers uh, within that framework. And that doesn't mean they will go liberal or conservative in their decision-making, and that's great. That is a functioning court. So, yay, Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they're doing their job. And, uh, you know, that's 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 what they should do. The Supreme Court shouldn't be about party. Um, so, yeah. Sure, it's, sure doesn't uh, feel great. like that when they're picking the justices and getting a... No. Uh, approved not or all. not approved by Congress. Holy crap, is that a partisan yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. So so much. Um, but what were you going to say? Yeah, what, so what, was, what happened when you, when you went ass over tea kettle down the stairs while jingle so bells sorry, were I, busting through your house? So I, I was I was fired up about what you're talking about because I, I, I agree and I was really happy about those victories. But as you're talking, all of a sudden, my house alarm started going off. And what happened is I got, uh, I, f- I finally got uh, shades installed in my office here. And, but in order to, uh, that happened yesterday, but in order to do it, they had to take off the little monitor that was on the windows in case someone breaks into my window or whatever, the alarm goes off. Right. So I had to take those off. And I called AD- ADT, you know, and I said, hey, we had to take these off. Um, and they're sending me some new sticky gum so I can put them back up. So I've got them on my desk here and I'm kind of just playing with them with my hand absentmindedly but i didn't realize they're still hot like they're still activated the battery's still in them so as i sort of was playing with them i i set it off i basically i said i set it off as if ladies and gentlemen this is why rob benedict should never own a gun yeah oh yeah for sure for sure shoot yourself Uh, right in the face yeah i just happen to be a pacifist but also i'm a klutz the latter is the real reason yeah, uh, but I pacifist sounds cool. Anyway, yeah. so the alarm goes off. I was. Uh, it happened yesterday so many times. ADT kept calling because it's just a. They're just on a system, and so finally they just their main system was like they're just gonna ignore. So now's a great time to come break into my house, everybody. Once again, I'm putting out that it's okay to come. Go steal yourself a babo. 
Yeah, exactly. A fresh Bobo. Get your fresh Bobo. Piping hot. <laughs> Bobo. Fresh Bobo here. Got your fresh Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> Who wants a Bobo? Top of the Excuse morning me, to me. you. You got any Bobos? Well, I certainly do, sir. Do you have, excuse me, do you have any uh, grapefruit? No. Huh. What do you got? Well, Bobos. I'm a Bobo salesman, mate. From oh, sorry. Southern England. Right. right. Between I'm, Nashville I'm and London. I'm visiting from America. I was just looking for grapefruit. Uh, no, man. Wrong, wrong part of town. We're not a grapefruit uh, <laughs> section over here. Wow, what happened to your accent, sir? Ah, F off. <laughs> Get bent. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, so no, no, no. Uh, jokes aside, jokes aside. If you're thinking of breaking into Bobo's house to kidnap a Bobo, go through the office windows <laughs> because they are not armed. That's it. Not alarm. That's right. And we're not we're That's not right. really kidding. But also, um, <laughs> We're not kidding because it's a fact, but, but but also don't. You'll see. Don't. You'll see when I post the diagram what I'm talking about. The red arrow will be pointing towards the office windows. <laughs> exactly. That. So yeah, that was exciting. Couple. You know, look, the fight isn't over, but a couple of things happened that felt like a swing uh, in the right direction. Dude, it's just it's just nice direction. to have a couple of W's. You know what I mean? After three yeah. years of getting your hat handed to you by yeah yeah that that guy yeah so they're they're down the street they're still uh they're still uh every every day they're uh getting people to honk and it's just great energy in the air so you know i i mean it's uh we just got to keep it going i mean i i think it's a long long haul but uh people seem to be doing the right thing and then there are still a lot of assholes out there not doing the right thing um that's the bad thing about social media. That's what I was saying last week. Like, man, you see some some videos of just assholes. And just horrible. Just people, people being horrible. Come on, yeah, guys. Man. We yeah. can do better. We I can know. do better, everybody. Love. Love. Just, just love. Love and listen. Be kind. Be kind to each other. My God. Yeah, I know. It's nuts, right? It really, really is. We live in crazy times. Yeah. Yeah. So was uh, Machete mad that you had the guys over? Was no, it okay man. She was I really left? fired up that I was doing that. I mean, good. good. Uh, no, there's she zero seen... socialization. Just for people following along at home, I haven't seen Rob since we did the Vegas convention. Like we don't, I don't see anybody. Neither yeah. does Rob. So yeah, um, it is. Yeah, it, it was nice to have, and we're also very socially uh, responsible guys. So everybody was six feet apart, mask yeah. on. I mean, brought their own glasses and beers and stuff so except for rob well, but um so rob, can I, we can cut the rob was counting on me having booze and me having a citrus tree that's his he was just sort of banking on <laughs> hey, that and it was a win-win yeah we um, had both so uh, that but was, i i just we were all really good we didn't touch each other or anything jc comes in the door Oh, you, and I threw, arms, I threw my arms around if jc dies of covid she got it from rob Literally, he flung himself over her like, like a, uh, like a jacket. Like he was like, ah, blah. Jay Z, ah, blah blah. I felt like it was a, it was a, a prison prisoner who hadn't seen a female in months. Girl, well, ah, blah, blah, blah. 
Oh, it's been a long lockdown. No. I mean, JC stumbled backwards, but she was a, a, to no avail. He'd lunge like, and then he went dead weight. All the dads were like, what the hell? Literally, everybody started screaming, whoa, 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 COVID. <laughs> What's going on? Truly, everybody. Even Baskets DP Giles Dunning, who sees JC all the time, he's like, hello, mate, what are you doing? Why are yeah, you going somebody, in so close? Someone who wasn't even invited, like was poking his head over the fence, going, "Hey, what the heck?" For, yes, if if we end up, if I end up having a very sick wife, it's uh, from Babo. Well, my you can get in my office window and kill me if that happens. Easy, stroll right in. Yeah, put a pillow over my face. <laughs> Done. Uh, so what else? What's going on, man? Like, fill me in. Um, so I moved into my new place. I'm all moved in. The moat. There's no moat. There never was a moat. There, There's there no always no been a moat. No, no, no moat. No moat. There's a moat. It would It would be nice, though, if there was a lazy river. Just saying. Slow down the flow of the water in the moat. But I have a little bit of room. Uh, not a lot, but I have like, you know, a little pocket of room outside that could be it's like enough room to have like a um i always forget the name of this game uh 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 where you roll the balls down like a sand runway and try to knock the other balls out of the way oh that's called like, uh rob sandy ball pit of fun <laughs> no sandy balls no that's not rob sandy balls I'm 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 googling I'm googling heavy ball <laughs> heavy ball game down sand. And by the way, a, pic, uh, a picture of your house is going to come up. Heavy balls. You must mean Benedict. Dude, well, dude, I, I'll give you the keywords and type these in. You'll find what you want. Heavy balls, okay. fun, good times, guy's name Rob, <laughs> beach. <laughs> Okay. Oh God. Uh, okay. Uh, and it's called bool sometimes. Bocce ball. Uh, yeah, bocce ball. Yeah, man. Bocce ball. You're, you're better than Google. I can tell you something. You didn't even. This know. is what Hank's gonna do. So Hank, if you're listening, I know what you just did. You just texted me and Rob bocce ball, but you did it right, three weeks right. after we dropped this podcast because what happens is, I'll be. Minding my own business, and every now and then I'll get a text from Hank on a text chain with Rob that's like, gazebo! Like, he's listening to the podcast, yeah. and we can't think of a word, so he's feeding us the word. But it's not live, Hank. You texting us Afghan wigs doesn't help us in the moment, because yeah. the moment's yesterday. gone. Yeah, yesterday he texted us, Afghan wigs! There's I no preface. That Hank like was it. such a partier in his youth. Hank's got stories. Oh, yeah. He does have stories. Dude. And he was a bartender, too, so he just he saw a lot of stuff. Dude. He's in the shit. I'm going to stop calling him Hank and stop, start calling him Stank. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he was a bartender at a bar downtown Chicago. Oh, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, I think I'm going to build, not build, put, put a, a bocce ball court down there. For those of you, you listening think? who th who are thinking, isn't bocce ball 
a sport for the elite and wealthy uh, one percenters? You're right. It is. No. No. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it's not. It's you know, people sand. always think of bocce ball being a, a sport from the mean streets. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's. When I was a know, kid and I wanted to play bocce ball, my friends and I would just make our own ball from garbage. <laughs> but that's how I became a champion because I just wanted it. I have bocce in my blood. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> but bocce, it's no different than like you know playing basketball. It's like it's a shitload different than playing basketball. But bocce goes in with like the shuffleboard and croquet crowd. And listen, no, but there's, them's your jams. No. I get it. But no, no, because bocce ball is just about the ball. It's a, your hand hey. on a ball. You're throwing it down. By the way, you, it's, that, it's, you just, it's, you it's just more... described your hobbies. Um. <laughs> it's like Greek. You know, it's like back in the Greek days. It just takes a sand path and a heavy ball, the bocce ball, and you just boom, and you knock things out of the way. It's a great, it's a fun, you know, game to play uh, while you're having a beer. You really are a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a bocce ball playing regular guy. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe it's uh, more your speed. To you just know like... what? Sometimes people point at my moat and judge me. But to them, I say, wrong. I'm just a bocce ball guy. I float, I'm just a bocce I ball, down. lazy river guy. Yeah, I got a lazy exactly. river in my house. It's actually a moat because it's a circle around the house that protects me from people who don't play bocce ball. But I'm I just a regular guy. <laughs> I get what it is. I get what I'm in touch with the people, dude. You're in touch with the you know, you're in touch with the staff of people who have to set up your bocce ball courts every morning. <laughs> I'm actually not. I've got someone who does that for me. That's my point. You have a staff. You have people. No, no. I've got a, a go between who talks to the staff. Oh yeah, you haven't actually them. met the staff, but right, right. Every week when you write the check, you go, "Now who's this fella? Oh, the bocce ball guy." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, it's it's it really doesn't take much. It's just a sand and some balls, six six heavy balls, and uh, it's Greek. It's you, like you know, it's a uh, you know, it's it's like it's Roman. It's like Roman. You're talking. About, you, you mentioned six heavy balls. I thought we were going back to the the guy party last night. I thought we would gun full circle. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, Dude, yeah. that's unbelievable. Like you can you you are like in one breath you're like a hippie yurt living like grounded for the people guy marching and Supreme Court. Yeah, man, let's stage a sit in. Um but be a dove and grab me my bocce <laughs> ball. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hammer out a quick game here with uh Penelope. No. Penelope and I, I are gonna have a quick uh you know what? I'm gonna get a little wooden stand where I can put my loafers, so I don't get sand in my loafers. I'll play barefoot. I'll roll up my chinos, and I'll You're... just play barefoot. And Penelope and I will play a little bocce ball, and then she'll have her Negroni, and uh, I'll go uh, march with the people, like you are. Look over there. You're prejudging. You are prejudging. I'm post-judging. I'm post-judging. No, because it's not as it's not as hoity-toity as you as you think. It's not like. It's 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 more like uh, it's like uh, sport for jerks. What's the game where you throw. So what's the game where you throw the sandbags into the little hole? Oh, that's your cornhole. Yeah, it's like cornhole. No, it's not. Yeah, minus the minus the hole. You just rolling balls, man. That's it. It's very uh, caveman-y. Bocce ball is a sport but a, but a nice... belonging to the Bulls family, close related to the British bowls and and French. Petanque, 
with a common ancestry from the Greek games played in the Roman Empire. Developed into its present form in Italy, bocce is played around Europe and also in other areas with Italian immigrants, including Australian, North Americans, and South Americans. Initially played by only the Italians, the game has slowly become more popular with their descendants and more broadly with asshole Americans who think they are fooling everybody by acting like they're a man of the people when in truth uh-uh. is they're really uh, suck-ups to the elites. Hmm. Look at Wikipedia wow. nailing you. Uh, we're, that's a word for word, Wikipedia, huh? Yeah, I mean, crazy, right? <laughs> wow. Well, we all know about Wikipedia. Let's see, I'm going to, hold on, I'm, I'm doing more research. Is bocce ball for jerks? <laughs> I think douchebags is the word you want. Okay. All right, here we go. This is uh, nine sports for rich people. Here we go. Rob, play the nine sports for rich people song, please. Thank you. Nine sports for rich people. It's a nine sports for rich people song. Wow, that's a nice trumpet work there, Junior. All right, here we go. Number nine. Give me the number nine thing that you do where you go, number nine. Number nine. Squash. That makes sense. Squash. What's squash again? Squash is like tennis and racquetball combined, kind of. It's like oh, yeah, yeah, more of a Tennessee-looking racket and whatever. Douchey. Number Douchey. eight. Number eight. Highlight. What is that? Uh, well, it was immortalized in American pop culture by Miami Vice. Highlight is a sport that may or may not <laughs> exist only on television? No. Oh, it's a Colombian sport. It's South American roots. It's a sport that's oh, played by hur- hurling a porcelain-like ball against a wall, then trying to catch it with a de- device that resembles a ram's horn. The yeah, ball yeah, can get yeah, over yeah, 100 yeah, miles thing. per hour. Once more, proving that what rich person sports lack in interesting gameplay, they make up for with unnecessary danger. All right, nice. Uh, that was number seven. Number six. Sorry, that was number eight. Number seven. Number six. No, number seven. Sailing. That makes sense. You got to have a sailboat to sail. So that's a, obviously a a rich person sport. Rich person, yeah. Some sports are popular among rich people because they require a shit ton of money and free time. There we go. Sailing. Is that really what what it says, or is that you're, you? No, talking? that's really what it says. Well, it sounds like it was written by you. I know. I should have written this. <laughs> are you sure you didn't write it? See who wrote this. Uh, I did. Um, <laughs> number six. Okay, this is actually number six. Yeah, this is a rich person sport. Polo. Polo. Yeah. Not only can yeah. I not afford to play polo, I can't afford clothes that have the logo of somebody playing That's polo right. on them. Uh, the right. godfather of rich people sports, insanely expensive, and countless logistical barriers. Um, it also yeah. has the added bonus of requiring the domination of another species of animal in order to succeed. He stopped counting, but we still are. It's number five. Uh, writing, like equestrian writing. Here's what little, number is this? This is number five. Uh, here's a little... I'm reading from the text. Here's a little trick rich people use to tell if you're one of them or not. If your dear friend Caitlin or Gordon turns to you and says, I'm going riding, and you reply back, riding what? Then you are not a rich person. Riding means riding horses. There you go. I don't know if that's entirely fair we know, we know i know i know a lot of people who ride horses it's a it's, it's painting with, bro, with a broad brush i, I, I will agree it's, yeah it's painting with i mean kim rhodes rides horses she's right? not kim rhodes loves, rides, that loves type riding of horses um yeah I, you're not gonna agree with number four and i you know i might be there with you although i'm i'm playing your your nemesis right now 
Number four. Uh, skiing. Yeah, uh, yeah, come on. No, dude. You know why? Because the machete grew up skiing in her backyard. No, not, it depends on where you grow right. up. Because right. in the machete's it is hometown. Expensive. No, not where the machete grew up. It's like a, it's like neighborhood mountains that don't cost anything to. I ski. know she was raised by wolves. She's the exception. No, she raised wolves. <laughs> She's currently raising oh, them now. Sorry, I got that confused. Um, yeah. So, and it, it also this is funny. It says skiing has recently overtaken heart disease as the number one killer of rich people. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't write that? I know you'd think. Uh, all right. So, and I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm. I'm raising my hand against the uh, skiing only because of the machetes upbringing in her tiny town where they all ski. I'm raising it against uh, horse riding because where I come from, people rode horses. You? No, I'm not. I'm not a good horse rider. But uh, we had horse people. Had, people had horses, and I've come from you know, wild west, Missouri, except Midwest. <laughs> the wild, wild Midwest. Um. <laughs> but you know, people in Missouri, you know, wore cowboy hats and rode horses, and you know, yeah. All right, uh, you ready for number three? Yeah, give me the number three. Number three. All right. You want to guess? Um. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Lawn bowling. No, guess again. What's that called? What's the thing when you where you take a little hammer and you hit the bowl through the and the oh, ball that's goes. croquet. Yeah, croquet. Um, it is not croquet. That is not the next. That is not the next one. Ice skating. No, but that's uh that that's a good one because you gotta have you gotta have ice. Um, yeah. But no, that's not uh, that's not right. Skeet shooting. No. Shooting skeet. No, I. I shot skeet one time with uh, with the guy with Chris Birch, who always told me to get a haircut. You know, oh. one thing you don't want to do that I did, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I want people to learn from me. Uh, don't skeet shoot while drinking. Those two things don't go well together. Oh Christ! <laughs> I think I think you're going to say don't skeet shoot with Chris Birch. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's also that. that. Although Chris is still, yeah. you know, walking the earth, so he's he must know something. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, step lively when it comes to getting hammered yeah. and shooting skeet, uh, as a college kid. Um, all right. So no, you, right. you haven't gotten it What's right. What's three? Do you want to move on? Okay. Lacrosse. Oh yeah. Lacrosse is a gateway rich person sport. It's not entirely exclusive, but it's one of the first conscious steps that a rich athlete can make towards engaging in rich person sports. So if you're out there and you're thinking, how can I segue from normal sports that normal people play and like into rich people sports? Well, this is your gateway drug, so to speak. This is your pathway to being a rich person. So start get yourself a long stick with an head on it. Uh, play lacrosse. Maybe move to the Upper East Coast because it seems to be popular there. And uh, next thing you know, you'll be uh, sailing your boat over to the uh, paddock to uh, ride your horse uh, over to the ski lodge for some polo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I am appalled and getting quite nervous that we've gone through eight and we haven't gotten to mine yet. Well, don't worry, because we have number two coming up. Give me a little oh, number God. two music. There's no number two music. It's just my voice saying number two. All right. You ready? It is. I'm going to let you guess Wait. number two. Yeah, let me guess. Have I said it already? No. 
is it uh uh wait what is it uh is it soccer they say is a soccer no what is it that in england they say that that rugby is a sport rich man's sport played by thugs and soccer is a I want to uh, apologize to any rugby players who are listening to the podcast right now. Uh, when you come to beat the living daylights out of Rob or Rich, that was Rob, and we look very similar. Uh, I and we wear the okay, we wear the same glasses. We wear usually the same jeans and shoes, and sometimes the same shirt. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm about an inch taller. So just look for when you're going to beat somebody senseless. A quick measuring tape. Uh, to both of us, beat up the tiny one because uh, he just put and, down your sport. And when you get to my house, go you get past go, the go, moat. Go to the office. Remember, window. go to the office window. Please don't don't Oi, break the window. Just don't let's go open. pummel that guy. <laughs> there he is through the office, um, boys. <laughs> uh, so is so rugby. No, it's not <laughs> rugby. It's not, oh, okay, I like that you put the most, uh, the most, I mean, the sport that literally is the sport that has inspired more people to go from rags to riches than any other sport. Soccer, you're like soccer? No, not soccer, not rugby. <clears throat> crew, uh, crew, crew. Uh, of course. Much of as course. lacrosse players try to shake the connotation that they are rich kids. Crew members take every opportunity to embrace it. It's true, man. A lot of guys playing crew who are uh, named Lance. You know what I'm saying? If you've oh, ever seen sure. a picture of a crew team, pretty apparent. They look like the poster boys for the Hitler Youth. Yeah. All white, short hair, smug smiles. All the ingredients yeah, Lance, are there. You know, Lance, Brendan. A lot of Lances, a lot of Brendans. And by the way, if any Lance or Brendans are playing rugby, not you guys. Different guys. Not you guys. Different uh, guys. Uh, Chad. Yeah, except, Chad. except for that rugby-loving Chad. <laughs> different guy. Yeah. And not, and not, you know, not any Chads that we already know and like. You know what? We better stop naming names. We're going <laughs> to... We can't win here. <laughs> um, Cruise Origins lie in England, so it's no wonder the sport has gotten picked. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Cruise Origins lie in England, so it's no wonder that sport has gotten picked up on the mean streets of Houston or Albuquerque. I'm not sure how that segue happens, but anyway... <laughs> crew okay and the number one led by the theme song written and performed by rob benedict take it baba it's a number one sport played by rich people and turns out i'm an asshole number one <laughs> the number one sport played by rich jerks who are out of touch with everyone Including their own podcast audience and their partner on the podcast. <laughs> Rob Benedict's bocce ball. No! No way! Game played by Italian American men taken over by yuppies and the wealthy. Oh, yeah, damn man. It. Now that the gentle game oh. is showing up everywhere from Silicon Valley companies to Napa, Napa Valley spas. Players are romanticizing its old-school American roots. But they're playing it <sighs> in their leather slide-ons. <sighs> yeah, man, look at this. Oh, it hurts. The uni Why? The uniform wouldn't fly, however, at the $2 million bocce courts in Los Gatos, one of the country's premier bocce ball meccas. It is requested that 
Gentlemen, wear no T-shirts or tank tops. Oh, Christ. It has private membership and creates a country club type atmosphere for no. its bocce ball players. No. That's not... Listen, okay. First of all, thank you. I, I This is an intervention, and I hear you loud and clear. I'm not, now I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be that guy. I had no idea. Didn't even know what the name of it was, right? When we started this, I wasn't like, I'd like to give me a bocce ball court. I was like, I want the game with the hard balls. <laughs> Here's one like uh, it. Here's what the country club manager says. It's similar to a drink fad, like when martinis and cigars came back. Bocce ball is hip now. Okay, but yeah, that's a bad metaphor because you and I have had lots of martinis. Bocce ball will be bigger than golf in the new millennium. How long was that article written? <laughs> it was written by the uh, year two thousand and one. <laughs> This is a this is a this is a 2018 uh, piece of literature. Well, I disagree. But I, what if I call it something else? Dickhead ball. Uh, douche ball. I'm douche ball's good. I'm an I'm an ass, um, and I'm I'm willing to prove it by having this bocce ball court in front of God and everybody. All right. I thought it was going to be fun. I, when I played it, I, I wore a T-shirt. Or no shirt. You're just like, you're just out there with, you know, some beers and throwing balls. It's a fun kind of thing. Why are you shirtless? I won't do it now. Why, why are you, what are you doing on a bocce ball court shirtless? Why are you going shirtless anywhere? I, what are you doing? Like, I was at a, uh, there, the, when we go to Coachella, uh, uh, well, there's a, uh, say there's no like more. a, a hotel, there's like a hotel out in the desert. Yeah, dude. And I had one. Well, you're high, yeah. you're high just, as a kite. You barely have pants on. I mean, no, no exactly. Exactly. Dude, the things Benedict has done. I love that people always go like, oh, yeah, Rich is a big jerk. And Rob is so pure and innocent. That's, oh, boy. You're right about Rich being a big jerk. But Both man. of those things are still true. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not contesting part A, but I contest part B. Oh, man. Why? Because you're, you're the Jim Morrison of the, of the convention circuit. Hey, everybody calm down. Just drink this. Can you feel it? Has it reached into your crevice and grabbed you by the shut and cannies? Now everybody is going to dance floor. Hey, take my hand. It's called boxy ball. Just relax. Take this it is ball and roll it down the sand. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I partially true. Makes you <laughs> what makes you Willem Dafoe's in the corner smoking weed out of a rifle barrel. <laughs> Man, Benedict's bocce ball court is like the it's the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict's reinvented bocce ball, man. Now it's cool. Every time I hit the ball, I feel like my brain is rattling. Can I do that? Can I reinvent it? Can I can I make bocce ball cool? Give it back to the people? Yeah, you can make it a whole drug themed thing. I get it, man. Yeah, you want to make all it right. like wh wh you know all those concerts you go where it's like pull out your thing and let it dangle. It's nice out. What? You should leave it out. I, you know, do that. I'm not dangling. Yeah, <laughs> man, make that about bocce ball things. You know? I wasn't dangling anything. You can dangle whatever you want. It's bocce ball. No, 
It's your bocce yeah, ball court. It's the Benedict bocce ball world. Listen, put your phone in this fucking Ziploc and drink this tea. Why? Because you're about to blur bocce ball. <laughs> you're you're such a prude sometimes. What? And that, that, <laughs> Come on, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm, my shirt is off. Like fuck, your I, shirt is off. My sh- shirt's off because we're going s- swimming. I say my shirt's off. You're like, whoa, whoa, Benedict's into some freaky shit, dude. When you have your shirt off, and now both pierces are flapping in the wind, and you got <laughs> no, I'm not. that freaky dragon thing up your spine that creeps out all the children, and you're nope. playing bocce ball, and you're only playing bocce ball because at this point. Every mushroom and cube of sugar you've ingested is kicking in. Yeah, man. That's when I started to go, oh, maybe I should take the children out of here. No, man. They need to see. And you're like, oh, this is, I'm not sure they do. Fear and loathing in Rob's front yard. Fear and loathing in Rob's sandy balls. I had no idea we'd be there'd be so much ball talk this episode. Now I'm kind of hoping you do it because we have the Silver Lake Dads group, and some of those dudes do drugs, probably. You know, like I'm not a drug guy, but Lord knows you are, and there's got to be a couple. We of We don't have other, to. What? We don't have to do drugs to play bocce ball. Oh yeah, okay. I'll just be sober at Rob's house. Come on, man. Like everybody knows. I'm gonna rename it so that people, you know, don't judge me. How about I call it Buddy Buddy Ball? No, dude. <laughs> Richard, we're about at the end of our time. Oh man, but the but the whole the whole bocce ball is just kicking in. I'm going on a journey. <laughs> Are you gonna leave me hanging? Oh no, what if I myself and no podcast to do and I find myself flipping out, man? What do I do to bring myself down? Go to the lemon tree, Rich. Go to the lemon tree. I don't have a lemon tree. You do now. I see it. I see it. Grab a lemon, Rich. Give it to the machete. Hi. I'll slice it for you. <laughs> Eat the citrus. Fight the scurvy. Feel it trickle down your throat and calm the waves. Whoosh. Whoosh. I feel chill. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Spade Jr. with a retelling of the Rob Lemon drink story in his own voice. Brought to you by Alpo. Sponsored by Alpo, the drug lord who put drugs in the podcast and made that's right us experience right. what bocce yeah. ball would be like at Rob's house. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. that's what, if you've ever, ever wondered, and I'm sure you all have, what would it be like to hang at Rob's place? Now you know. Yeah. I like, but brought to you by, funded by, <laughs> <laughs> and infused with Alpo. No noticia false, You know who's going to be bummed this week is Silver Lake Wine because you didn't say jack squat about them. I did. So. Well, it's not true. What? That's not true. What? I, well, it is true. I, well, well, you're right. You're right. I didn't actually say it, but they they did play a role. I just didn't mention it. That yesterday the mezcal we had. You had me stop by Silver Lake Wine on my way to your house to pick up the mezcal that we drank at your house. So, so your your hangout last night, the was sponsored by was sponsored by Silver Lake Wine. Silver Lake Wine, stay drunk all the time. Thanks to Rob and Rich. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for attending our 10th anniversary episode party. But I don't mean 10 years. I mean 10 episodes. Feels like 10 years. Uh, cheers, everybody. Thanks for, for joining us for all these episodes. If you made it this far, God bless you. Yeah, if you didn't shut this uh, thing off, if you're still here, kid, you're in lockdown with nothing else to do. I, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, but this is a great time to learn a second language or take up Needlepoint because I can't believe if you've survived all of our ball talk, kudos, because I shut this thing off 20 minutes in. <laughs> the, the machete shut it down four years ago. Oh, dude. She's going to take this laptop and hurl it into the sea. <laughs> uh, but thanks for joining us. Uh, be careful out there. Stay safe. Uh, wear a mask if you're going out in a, in a place that has a lot of uh, cases. Um, and, and for God's sakes, be nice to your neighbor. Be nice to your, to your neighbors. Be nice to your friends online. Don't use the uh, internet as a weapon, everybody. Use it as a way of sharing information or, or gleaning information. Don't use it as a weapon. And like Rob said... Stay healthy. Keep your hands washed. Keep your mask on. And uh, yeah, be nice to your brother and sister and uh, just love. Uh, this is Rob Benedict and Richard Spate signing off. Bye, guys. I'm shutting it down right now. Me too. Bye. Hey, hey, everything's great. And my guest is Richard Spate.